Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I will be talking about a pressing issue that you need to address and something that is actually very detrimental should you not do it sooner than later. So I'm all about providing value, giving you knowledge, trying to give you information that allows you to succeed and be on the best footing. So today is a great example of me trying to give information like that because there are some changes that are happening in the world of finance that may give you an advantage or a leg up should you be prudent enough to start earlier. So the episode is titled, If you're thinking of starting a financial plan, do it before 2017. And the reason it's called that is because there are some dramatic changes coming in 2017. So, you know, we've got guys like uh, Stephen Harper and Justin Trudeau and our politicians, the leaders of our country, and we've elected one over the other. I have zero political opinion on that. But what I'm saying is there are ramifications. There are, you know, some things that are going to come of this. The biggest one is that um, with the new government, they are much more willing to place taxation, to place fees, to place certain things on capitalistic activities like investing. So for example, taxes are going up on the rich, reducing the TFSA amount that you can contribute to your investments in a tax-free manner, things like that. So there's another big one that's coming that I want to express to you and kind of tell you the significance of desperately trying to help my clients understand and look at when we're talking about financial planning. So Financial planning in the first place is about two main things. You can break the whole sphere down into two really large things about what financial planning is. The first thing is growing your wealth. Financial planning is about growing your wealth so that over time you can feel secure, you can feel safe, and you can even do some of the cool experiences in life that require money. Maybe one day you can live off interest and you can retire and things like that. The second piece of a financial plan is protecting that wealth. So lots of things can go wrong in life. Things rarely ever go as expected. Um, the statistic right now, the going statistic is if you are 20 years old and you're married to your spouse and neither of you smoke and you're both very healthy, there's still a 75% chance that one of you will become critically ill. So cancer, stroke, et cetera, will become disabled and not be able to work or will die before retirement age. So there's, you know, a three in four odds, which is quite high. That's something very bad could happen to you. And that could dramatically affect the wealth you've kind of built, you know? So here's the thing. We go through our life. We work really hard. We use all these hard earned dollars that we make. We invest them. We put them away. We do what we should be. And we put all this hard work into saving. And then all of a sudden something bad happens and somebody can't work anymore. And now we have to withdraw that money. And then our dreams of retirement get diminished. And we may have to be pushed out into the future. They may have to be, you know, revisited and you might have to live a lesser lifestyle just because of this unfortunate event. Maybe you got disabled or or ill or maybe somebody passed away. Those unfortunate events are double whammy and that first it sucks that it happens in the first place and second now you may have ruined your financial plan. So we have to protect wealth as well. So growing it and protecting it. That's what financial planning is about. Growing your wealth and protecting your wealth. So The reason I create this episode is because the way that you can grow your wealth is changing. The ways in which you can grow your wealth are changing in 2017. So there's a certain strategy that a lot of people use that, you know, a huge portion of society uses, but mostly wealthy people have been using for numbers of years to get tax-free growth on their investments. 
okay? And I want to quickly delve in for just two minutes on why it's so important to have tax-free growth and investments. Once you get into a more high net worth demographic of people, um, you realize that investing isn't so much about getting the greatest returns. It's not so much about doubling your money and getting wealthy. It's about preserving your money from tax because when you're that in that income bracket and when you're making that kind of money, taxes are significant. So if you can save on taxes, you can actually make um, significant, you can grow your wealth considerably faster. So if I just want to run an example by you, the, cra- the crazy thing about compounding interest is that it is so unbelievably powerful, even dealing with smaller percentages. So if I make an 8% return over the course of my life versus a 7, there's actually, that could end up being the difference of hundreds of thousands of dollars later in the future. Um, so here's the thing. Let me even give you an example. Let's say you and your spouse together make $100,000. Or maybe if you make $100,000, use yourself as an example. So let's just take a young couple, 25, each of them make 50000 They have $100,000 together. Let's say they'd invest that over the course of their life. Maybe they they invest 10% of their income, and every year maybe they get a raise. Maybe they make 1% more the next year, 2% more. And over time, they just keep contributing to their investments, and they maybe grow at a rate of 8%. So if you if that money gets... If that money grows without the government ever touching it and you never have any taxes taken off, by the time they turn 60, they're going to have about $2.4 million. So they're going to put away 10% of their income every year. And then when they turn 60, they'll look in their account and be like, wow, we have $2.4 million in here. Now, here's the thing, and I need you to listen here. If that money gets taxed every single year, if the government comes in and takes a tax on the gains of their investments, they'll end up with more like $1.6 million at 60. So the difference is significant. You have about 33% less money over the course of your life if your investments are constantly getting taxed every year. So taxes are actually a huge, huge, you know, determinant of investment success. You kind of have to want, you want to limit those. And that's why the government's created things like TFSAs, RRSPs, and things like that that have specific rules. So here's the thing. And here's why I'm recording this this episode and I want to really get this across to you is that first of all you have these things that like a TFSA which what you do is yes the government understands that in order for you to invest successfully taxes are really going to make it difficult to do that so they create accounts like the RSP and the TFSA which allow you to put your investments inside of and those can grow tax free so that one day you end up with 2.4 million instead of 1.6 so you have a better retirement and maybe you can even retire earlier so things like that. So there are some drawbacks to the TFSA and there are some drawbacks to the RRSP. The drawbacks to the TFSA is there's a very small limit on what you can put into it. So for instance, the maximum anybody has, like the oldest person who owns a TFSA, which are people who turned 18 prior to 2009. If you turned 18 prior to 2009, you have the maximum TFSA room, which is about between forty-five dollars and $50,000. It's somewhere in there. That's the most you can put in right now, and that's going to go up 5000 a year. So here's the problem is that when you make enough money, you're going to max out your TFSA, and now there's no more room for tax-free growth. So what there is is the RRSP. The only downside of the RRSP is that your money is locked in until retirement. So you can't even spend that money until you decide to retire. A TFSA is cool because it's flexible. You can take the money out, etc. The RRSP, you lock it in until way later. So... That's kind of the thing. These accounts, yes, they allow you to grow tax-free, but they also have some drawbacks to them. Now, there's one type of account that wealthy people have been using for a very, very long time to get pretty much unlimited tax-free growth if they wanted to. 
And in reality, the rules around this are changing this year. So, and what this account is called is it's called the life insurance policy. And you might not know this, and it's something that's actually very important to understand, is that when you put money into a permanent life insurance policy, the premiums you pay in are getting invested. That's your money. Over time, there's a cash value that grows inside the policy, and you can either have it invested in things like a pool of bonds, which are very low risk, but still provide a decent return. You know, the policy will pay you dividends, and you can keep reinvesting, and you can get compounding. The same compounding that gets your investments, you can get in your life insurance policy. Now, there's two different types of things you can choose in, in a permanent policy. There's You get a participating whole life insurance policy, or you can just get a universal life policy. So a participating policy typically has a slower growth rate, but it's very, very safe. You just pay your payment, it goes to your savings, and over time it multiplies and multiplies, and you can put however much money you want in. Secondly, you have what's called a universal life policy, and you can actually pick the investments that go in there. So it's pretty much exactly like your TFSA, exactly like your RSP, in the fact that it is tax-free growth. But now, the universal life insurance policy is that if you die... The policy will pay out whatever you choose, 100000 200000 300000 500000 a million dollars of death benefit to your beneficiaries. So by investing in this product, you're investing in a mixture of like an RSP type thing collided with like a life insurance thing. So the government says, okay, because you're contributing to a life insurance policy, we're going to allow it to grow inside their tax-free. So with the universal life policy, you can just pretty much go use that as another retirement account. You can put your money inside of it, pick the investments, and over time that will grow and grow and grow in a tax-free environment. So here's the thing. Your TFSA will, for the most part, always be around. And the may, they may change the limits on how much you can put in and that kind of thing, but the TFSA will be around. The RRSP will also be around for a long time. Those are things that don't really change. Those are kind of givens. The third thing, though, this this life insurance policy strategy is changing in 2017. So anybody who gets a policy after 2017, the amount of money that you're allowed to grow in their tax-free gets reduced significantly. So it's really important to consider this because, okay, if you're looking, okay, what do I invest in right now? What's the smartest thing to do right now? Well, I know the TFSA will be here next year. I know the RRSP will be here next year. So I could always do those next year. What I can't do next year is allow myself to grow money tax-free through a universal life insurance policy. So what you have to decide is, okay, how much money can I put away? You might decide, you know what, I want to put away 500 bucks a month. I want to put away $1,000 a month. I want to put away a couple thousand dollars a month. Whatever you want to do towards savings. Now what you might want to do is decide, you know what, I want to take a large portion of that and just dedicate that to a life insurance policy, a permanent life insurance policy. The reason you would do that is because you're locking yourself in. You're guaranteeing for your life another account that you can grow money tax-free in. So now when everybody else who wants to start their plans in a few years from now, you know, only really have two, you can have access to three. So that's just one more tip that I can give you in order to increase your ability to become wealthier in the future. 2016 is kind of your last chance to get it at these really preferred rates, this really preferred rate of tax, you know, on the on the growth. So I think it's just a really, really interesting strategy. So if you want to supplement your investments, you want to get wealthier, you want to put yourself in the optimal position to grow your wealth in the future, maybe not right now, but grow it in the future, a very good idea of what you should be doing now is trying to find ways to guarantee access to other types of investment accounts. And what you can do this year Um, And the thing is, 
Things like a life insurance policy, which I do many of, they typically take a couple months, maybe a month, maybe three weeks to get issued. And a lot of the times there's little hiccups. So probably a buffer, I'd say if you want to get one of these and you'd like to put one of these in force, this is something you do before September or around like latest September because there could be hiccups that come along the line. So if you want to get put yourself in a position where you're better off to create wealth in the future, this is something you're probably going to want to pursue. And like I said, I can always help with that. I can always help explain to you how it works. All I'm saying right now is there's another investment account and next year it's not going to be nearly as valuable. So if you can lock yourself in now, you're giving yourself more options to do better things in the future. That's all I'm trying to get across. It's something that's urgent, so I want you to understand. And it's just a really cool all-around product that allows you to have lots of flexibility. It allows you to choose the investments you want to invest in, lots of things like that. And I would love nothing more than to help you do that and initiate that plan. And I would love to help you go through the process of creating this financial plan of how are we going to grow and protect our wealth over the course of our life? What are the things we want to achieve? And how do we go about taking the correct actions today to get what we want in the future? So thank you so much for listening today. Like I said, if you have any questions about anything, if you need my help at all, if you just want to, you know, you're curious about something and you need an answer, you can feel free to text me 1-204-291-6508. 204-291-6508. You can direct message me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. I'd love to talk with you. And uh, feel free to let me know if you need anything at all. So you have yourself a great night and I will talk to you soon.